Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special episode of the Tasteful Podcast. I am Aaron. I am Jordan. Yes. And today we have a bit of an interesting podcast for you. We are going through um, some of our current musical tastes and what what triggered them all. So we had fun doing our top five favorite movies, which ended up being, I think, our longest podcast ever. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well and truly. (laughs) (laughs) So we've decided to break up... um, this episode of the podcast, well, it, there'll be two different episodes, but you know, um, Aaron's going to go through his top five current songs. What, what, how did you define so it, Aaron? I described it as the songs that started my current musical influence. Yeah. Um, so I think it was during or after the last podcast, um, I discussed talking about our favorite songs and uh, musical tastes. And I kind of uh, prepositioned Aaron that we come up with like five songs that kind of, you know, define what we're listening to right now. It doesn't have to really span our entire lives, but um, just kind of what's what we're listening to right now, just to kind of give a taste. So like, what would you kind of like recommend, I guess? Yeah, is, to others is, to yeah. kind of get like, into the... Like if, like if you were to... I'm saying like so much. Like, 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 like. <laughs> um, if you were to make i guess get one song from each artist and like this is the most of them like let's say abba for example um mamma mia is the most abba song out of all of them like really? that, that that's how i what about dancing queen oh don't get me wrong dancing queen's definitely the most abba out of all of them i'm just it's just an example aaron oh well, actually i would say mamma mia is more abba than okay uh, than dancing queen even though dancing queen's my second favorite. What's well, a banger? Water, um, Waterloo's the best ABBA song. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Um, but before we get into that, we're going to have a quick snack yeah, to I get us seen into the mood. Um, these are new at Coles. I went and saw them. Right. Wow. Okay. So the pop and pop, like, okay. So those um, microwave popcorn microwave popcorn bags in brand just, name Poppin. Yep. Um, it's yeah. It's a packet of already popped corn, but it's um, flavored as roast chicken. Right. So Interesting. I, I'm. Let, let's open this together, Jordan. Let's, ASMR experience. Oh yeah, let's do it. You need to grab one end so I can. Oh yeah. Was that good, listeners? Oh yeah. Let me just give it a smell. Oh my god. I don't think many people are going to enjoy that at all. An ASMR over. There we go. Let's get. Let, let's. <laughs> let's get freaky with this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it, they they even look like they're flavored chicken because they have those like chives or whatever. Yeah, and they also have the slight yellow coloring to them. Do you know what chicken mm. flavoring this is? The stuff you get with like noodles. Maggie? Yeah, 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 exactly. Maggie yeah. noodles. Yeah, two minute noodles. In fact, there's actually lots of companies that do that. Like Aldi, Aldi's um, chicken chips. They taste like this as well. Right. Yeah. What do you must- think? They must just get the flavor in bulk and just, <laughs> and just, just like it. MSG or something, isn't it? <laughs> that's all it is. It tastes yeah. good. Um, I, yeah. Like initially, I thought they were gonna just by the looks from them. I thought they were gonna be overwhelming with taste, but like they're actually like not like sickeningly chickeny as I find a lot of like potato chips are. Mm. Like they're too salty, you know. Yeah, and also like popcorn's expected to be salty kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, I think that's enough. I here's the thing. I don't usually like flavoured popcorn. Like, like you know those rainbow popcorn ones? Like a sweet popcorn? Oh, yeah. I I'm never a fan of those. Well, what about the salty sweet one? Uh, Cobbs. Uh, Have you yeah. tried that? It's like a green, yeah. light green packet. I only like the sweet ones. No, the salty ones. No, I it's think. like it's one packet, salty sweet. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, wait, wait, two different flavors? No, oh. Like, it's literally salt and sugar mixed together in oh. water and then, like, sprayed all over no, the like, I thought you were talking about there's this um, brand of, like, um, popcorn that has, like, two different distinct flavors mixed in the same bag. Right. But caramel popcorn, I'll die for. Do you like caramel popcorn? I haven't really <sighs> had it. Dude, it, like, you get sick of it after, like, five of them, but we sell them at the cinema. It's it's so addictive. Mm. We tried out flavors once. Oh my god, that was one of the best days ever. <laughs> but this this I will I'll definitely recommend popcorn, popcorn roast chicken. Okay. Okay. I put this down and we'll get straight into it. Yeah. So for podcast purposes and time constraints, because um, we're gonna record my version of the my top five songs next um that'll be next episode um we're not going to listen to them all ourselves but we'll edit together so you'll be able to listen to the entire song all the way through we're not making money on this podcast anyway so yeah um so the top five we're going to play all the way through yeah is that we said yeah so they're all the the short ones (laughs) um so we have how many honorable mentions do you have? I have five. I'll yeah, do cool. the honorable mentions first. Um, Sweet. Just because they're like they're people I listen to. Either it's just one album, or like it's all their albums, but not as much as the other. Yeah. Songs. Okay. Cool. So, so um, you're not gonna. We're just gonna. I'll play you a brief excerpt from. Yeah. The kind yeah, of thing, so, so, so you can get the idea. So you'll listen to. Um, so the audience will be listening to all of the songs all the way through. Where um, I feel like. What? <laughs> I think we should cut this. I'll, no, I'll <laughs> no, just... no, 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 not cut this. Sorry, as in, um, so the audience, as in you, will be listening to just thirty seconds of the song. Um, but when we get to the actual our actual top fives, you'll be listening to all of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll get straight into it. This song is um, from Woodkid. It's a d- okay. It's an artist I discovered after watching um, the Umbrella Academy on um, right. Okay. On Netflix, I heard this song in one of the. Um, in one of the episodes and I was like hey this is a really cool song yeah and I'll play it for you now I've only seen like the first three episodes of this is second episode oh this one yeah So yeah, lots of, um, I really love this album. I will just get what the album's called up. Uh, it's called The Golden Age. It's, um, I think, one of his older albums. Okay. But I, like, I just like listening to all the songs. Like, they all have a fairly similar vibe, like mm. dramatic, cinematic yeah. kind of um, music. Because it did have those, like, booming drums. like Yeah, like, it's, like, all, they're not all, like, that, like, dark, dramatic. But, like, there's always something, like... Yeah. dramatized about it and that's i just i just love the album like i i listen to it on shuffle all the time when i'm in a mood i don't yeah, know there's yeah. some really good albums that are really shuffleable like whereas they do kind of all have the same kind of like vibe to it and you just and they don't have any transitions so shuffle yeah. is fine and yeah yeah um, cool so the next artist is an honorable mention i have um Johnsey. now he's a he's somewhere from europe like one of those Greenland, Iceland, 
places. I'm not exactly sure where. <laughs> he does... Because um, <laughs> that's all that consists of Well, no, like somewhere in that area where Vikings would come from. Scandinavia. <laughs> that's, so those are the top... Okay, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but yeah, he, he does a fair bit of composing for films. So okay. um, he... Well, not composing, but like he, lots of his work ends up in films. Like yep. uh, How to Train Your Dragon has um, featured songs by yeah, him okay. in the yeah, credits cool. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I just really like sort of all his music. And it's it's kind of like this... This is probably the worst song to pick. <laughs> they all start out like really mellow and slow. Yeah. I'll just... I don't know why I picked this one out of all That's okay, look. There's some that have, like, a really good drive to them. Yeah. But then there's some that have, like, this really, like, calm, mellow, like, drawn-out feeling to them. And, like, they build up over the album, kind of. Like, like they build up over the song. This is really nice. I love love slow, um, repetitive songs. I just love Mm. them. Like, there's a... you should check out um, Alex Summers. Okay. He um, also does, he actually does composing for film, but he also works with John C. on some stuff. And they, like, there's this one album, the first song is 30 minutes long. Right. Yeah. And it's just kind of, it's just a soundscape kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And it then flows into the next song. I think it's chapter one, two, and three. But, like, it's, it's just something you can just listen to all the way through, like, and it's, like, calming and. That sounds yeah. very similar to a lot of the works by Brian Eno. He's, um, He'll be mentioned in my podcast. Um, he does like a lot of ambient um, kind of albums. He did an album, most famous, called Music for Airports. <laughs> Wait, what, what he did... Sorry, I'm taking over. You're right. Uh, no. Yeah, what he did was he got, th- I think, three different musicians and put them in different rooms. Okay. And he, they couldn't hear each other, but he could hear them. And he... Um, just kind of told them to, to all play just notes slowly. And for the most part, it sounded terrible. But for on four different occasions, they harmonized and they like did something together or, or completely without knowing. So he then took that part and then he just loops it for like 20 minutes and like has so other cool. different like ambient stuff around it. You're like, that's sort of like experimental stuff. Like, yeah. like that was like 1974, man. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, hippie age, you know, but it was... That's probably his, one of his most famous albums, but that, that kind of reminds me of that sort of work. So yeah, yeah. Um, now this uh, artist isn't on here, so I won't actually play an excerpt. But um, I think Hundred Waters also needs a bit of a mention. Uh, they do lots of more ambient, alternative kind of stuff. Okay, but yeah. I, whenever I put the songs, like I just kind of vibe to them, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. They have some really good songs out there. You should check them out if you like alternative stuff. Yep. But um, I understand it's not for everyone. Next artist is Bastille. Oh, yes. Now, I used to, uh, they've kind of fell out of favor with me a bit, but I still like to go back and listen to their older songs as well, some of their newer stuff. Yeah. Um, and this is Of The Night from their first album. It's actually a cover of two songs from the 80s. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> Rhythm, Rhythm Of The Night? Yeah. Oh, uh, wait, no, no, don't, don't tell me the other one. Of The Night... I can. Now that you've told me that, I can hear the. This is a rhythm of the day. Rhythm is a dancer, it's a soul's companion. People feel it everywhere. Lift your What's the other song? Uh, your mind and 
This is the other song. I don't recognize it. It's, um, I think another one by the same artist who did Rhythm of the Night. Oh, okay. Um. So, was, yeah. it, was it Lady who sung that song named Corona? Maybe. Um, you should look that up. But um, <laughs> who was Rhythm of the Night written by? Um, they uh, Bastille kind of has. Who very... was Rhythm? Is what. Lots of Bastille stuff is actually like really dark and depressing. So yeah. I sometimes when I'm listening to it, I'm like grooving to the music but not really the lyrics because yeah, yeah. as soon as I start listening to the lyrics I'm like oh this is really <laughs> dark why am I listening to this kind of thing um, yeah. um <laughs> our friend Florence um really enjoys them like she she listened to Bastille all the time she mentioned yeah them. yeah I definitely did a lot in high school maybe that's why I was so miserable all the time <laughs> <laughs> well anyway let's move on to another dark and depressing album sure. by an artist um this is Imagine Dragons. This um, is a song called Thief, Thief from their second album. I really love their first and second album, but their third and the fourth really fall flat on me. Oh, so that's why okay. it isn't in my top five. But I'll, right. I absolutely love their second album. It was kind of when um, their lead singer was quite depressed after, oh, okay. when they were doing their world tour. So it actually, so the album sounds really cool because it has all these influences from around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, their first one was Night Visions. Is that yeah, right? Night Visions. Yeah, because I, I remember, I remember when Night Visions came out in 2012 or 2011, Something, 2012. Yeah. You know that it was at least by 2012, and um, that that album dominated for a good number of years because i remember the first time hearing uh on top of the world mm. was after it went from the roller coaster at the end of year nine so that was like at least a good two two to three years like that album itself was just so it had so many hits to it yeah it was there's yeah there's lots of really cool things in there and you can tell they were experimenting with kind of different styles yeah through the album and they yeah. i think they found what works but thief um This, I just will listen to this song and like sprint places kind of thing. Yeah, that's um, Imagine Dragons. I, yeah, their new albums. They, I can kind of listen to them, but then I'm like, this just sounds like cookie cutter right, music. Yeah, like, I honestly have been thinking about that as I've listened. Like, I haven't really focused on in on them in my life, but yeah. um, like I've I've heard like newer sort of songs, um, and they do seem to be a bit yeah like. I think the biggest oblate. annoyance of me with them is the fact that their fourth album was released literally a year after their first album. I mean, after their <laughs> third album. Jeez, one every three months. But like, they literally released it saying it's like, posing it as, oh, this is the, um, 
like this is the extension of that album. It's the sequel. It's like okay. the resolution to it. But I was just like, no, you guys just wanted more money. <laughs> like that's how I feel about that art okay. album kind of thing. Because there have been circumstances where that's worked, and then there are circumstances where that hasn't worked. So, do you, do you think that the fourth album really does complement the third one? Do you feel as though it relates to it very much? It probably does in like their artistic minds or whatever, but like it just doesn't come right. across to me kind of thing. Because they do the, the I think the problem is is that the two albums kind of sound so similar to me. Right. And that's why I'm like, well, your first album and your second album, they were very contrasting. And then your yeah. third album came out and I was like, oh, this is something new. And then your fourth album came out and I was like, this just is more. just the third album plus. <laughs> yeah. And also I hate Imagine Dragons because they always like Can re- we clip that? I hate Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many it's people who like agree with me on that. But um, like they do this thing where they release the album and then they add a song to it after it's already been released. So in Night Vision, they released Fallen, okay, which I absolutely love from the first album, but isn't in any of the actual releases right. of it right so you can't legally own it unless you just like uh, well, buy it off you, youtube well <laughs> I mean, no you iTunes. can um get it on streaming services and um through itunes but you can't get a cd with it ah oh, that's so annoying the second thing i'm not i think they did the same with um the second album but i don't remember which song it was um but the third album they released a song way after like i think it was six months later called next to me and it had this massive 17 minute long short film music video for it and what they did they released the song and then a couple of months later, they re-released the song, changing one of the female female vocalists at the end of the song. So the right. only way to listen to the original of that song is to watch it in the music video on YouTube. Oh, okay. So, so there's two versions of the song and you can't get the first version. And I like the first oh. version better. But the first version would be on a CD... Maybe no, it wouldn't be because they released it six months after the album came out. So it's, wait, wait, the original version, the original version after was, the album came yeah, out. Yeah, it was a single released six months after the album, but they put it as the first song on the album. Why do you do that, Imagine Dragons? <laughs> That's so stupid. I remember when, um, I remember when Thirteen Reasons Why season two came out. Um, there was a there was a new version of The Night We Met that came out, which has a blend between the original vocals and the female's vocals. Um, but luckily that was like a, an additional single. It didn't change on the actual album itself. The, the original album itself was like maintained. So so the, the annoying thing is, is that if you bought the CD, you don't have Next To Me, even though it's technically part of the album. Right. And then even if you downloaded that, if you bought Next To Me on iTunes, you have the original version. But if you want to stream it, you only get the new version. Yeah. You can't get the original version anymore. And I'm just like, why, you stupid people? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> All right, let's continue. So, final honorable mention is of Monsters and Men. Okay, yeah. I've loved them for quite a while now. Um, their new album, I'm not really digging as much. They've kind of gone a fair bit more rocky rather than like the folky origins that they had but like you can definitely hear like similarities between the third and their first album yeah like it's it's kind of like they gradually got their kind of thing which i'm it's yeah i'm more happy about that but this is um king and lionheart from their first album take 
I think they're from Iceland. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, that would kind of make sense because their music features in The Secret Life of Walter Mini. Right, yeah. Um, Dirty Paws, I think. They did that song? Oh, yeah, Dirty Paws. Yeah. I dig that song. I dig this entire album. <laughs> That's all right. I just want to give a bit of the chorus. So yeah, that's the um from their first album. Yeah. The third album's very rocky. Okay. Like um, the lead singer, instead of playing acoustic guitar, plays an electric guitar yeah. kind of thing. Well, that's generally how it goes. I mean, yeah. with, with both Lord Huron and <laughs> Mumford and & Sons by... Was Wildermind their third album? Wildermind, yeah, their third album. Yeah. It, the it, the it, banjo didn't... The, they didn't even have banjo on the third album yeah. from I, what I, I remember. Yeah, I think there's one song that has banjo <laughs> yeah. and that's it. But they brought it back for the fourth album and I think that was a good move. It's part of their sound. But yeah. that, that, that's Mumford and Sons and I'm sure we'll be talking about them later knowing yeah. you. No, <laughs> um, no doubt, no doubt. Like uh, a, lot, a lot of artists do have that progression once they start from acoustic, they go to, they go to um, like electric because it's the only real way to progress their sound, I guess you could kind say. Of. Well, like, yeah. not, like, I don't know. It just kind of makes sense to kind of have a bit more of an electric kind of feel yeah. the more you go on. I personally like their trans... Um, well, I'll talk about it a bit later, but Mumford & Sons transition between the first and the second album. Right. Because they kind of had the same style for those two. Yeah, okay. Um, but I'll get back to that later. Um, But yeah, it's like the first album of, of Monsters Men is like really mellow and folky. Um, while still having some bangers in there kind of thing, like really good driving beats in some songs. But then, and their second album's a bit more, I'd say, poppy. But then yeah. their third one's a bit more rock kind yeah. of thing. But I, yeah, I really like all three albums that they have. Nice. So now we are on to the top five. Yeah, so with these ones, well, the- we'll, we'll comment beforehand, you'll listen to the whole song, and then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it a bit afterwards. Yeah, so... The first song is Viva La Vida from Coldplay. Classic. This is what got me into Coldplay. And I'm still very much into Coldplay. Yeah. So let's have a listen. Listen 
So yeah, that was Viva La Vida by Coldplay. Classic. <laughs> we listened to like 10 seconds of it in real life and we just had a conversation about how we're going to get the audio and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I best um, mark that as an edit point. Yeah, it's okay. Um, um, but I mean, we all know this song. What a what an amazing mm. piece. When did that come about? Like early 2000s? I guess, oh, I'm, I would yeah, guess like they've, 2003, They've been around for ages. Like yeah. they've been around since... I think 1999 at least. Yeah. Like, like what, did the, did Viva La Vida come out before Parachutes? Uh, let me try and figure that out. Because um, I remember Parachutes, well, at least the song Yellow. I think Parachutes might have come out before that. Yeah. Because um, I... Let me see. Just check all their albums. I think Parachutes was their first... Full like album, full, yeah. Um, and then it was uh, V. Oh, unless it was Rush of Blood, because I know v, um, Viva La Vida. Uh, wait, either way, Viva La Vida <laughs> or Death to All His Friends. Oh yeah, Death to All His Friends was the name of the album. I don't think I could tell Viva you another song from the Viva La Vida album, but the song itself is, um, yeah, mm. just like the, I, I love the lyrics. That, yeah. that that's what really. Um, but like I just love all Coldplay albums. Like all of them have a mood to them. Oh, Parachutes was 2000. Yeah. A Rush of Blood was 2002. XY was 2005. So I think Viva La Vida was 2000, 2008. Oh, wow. Okay, so, so yeah, it, it was a, a Rush then. of Blood was... No, Parachutes, A Rush of Blood, XY, and then Viva La Vida. That's their first four. But like all their albums... I've really enjoyed all their albums and how they've evolved over the years. Yeah. Um, they actually released one last year called Everyday Life. Um, this is a they called it a much more personal album like everything's a bit more personal yeah. to them so they haven't they're not actually touring with the album which is okay. a first for them yeah um, but like I even like going back to their EP days and like mm. their 
songs that they even released before they kind of became popular kind of thing. Like, um, I'm trying to just find an album. Like, Murder was a single that they released fairly early on. Oh, no, that was 2005. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Blue Room EP was 1999 and Brother yeah. and Sister was the same year. So, there were two EPs that came out. Um, in their early days. Just yeah, in their very early days. And they have a massively different sound from then. But, mm. like, they're... Like, I just... in They they really know how to make a good song. Yeah. I don't think... All apart from the one that has Rihanna... Um, a prince, what's the princess one? <laughs> Forget the Big Coldplay fan, Aaron. <laughs> oh, no. It's because I hate this song. Um, princess of China. It's cause it features Rihanna. Oh, is that the... Uh, <laughs> okay, that just made me way more confused. <laughs> so, uh, I, I don't like the song. Okay, And it's enough. like the one song I don't like from their album, Milo Zolodo. Yeah. Okay. It, it has a mass... It's an awesome listen... Uh, listen in order that's playlist that album <laughs> oh. having a strike let's move on to the next one okay so now i have to get it up pod so the next artist is beatenberg these are a much smaller group from south africa they let me go to the artists um yeah they're from south africa based in cape york and they've released two full albums one in 2014 and one in 2018, they're kind of a bit more contemporary, alternative, yeah. I'd say, something like that. Um, but this song, Bowbird, is the one that got me, that kind of got me hooked on them. I actually found out about them from my brother, Isaac, because he's a bit yeah. of a jazz nut and this is his favourite band. So this Wait, is Bowbird. let's take a listen. If you want, I can show you what love is. If you want, I can show you it all. If you want, I can show you the surface like you never ever seen it before.
That's Bowerbird. Um, they have. I'd say they've got a variety of songs in their repertoire over the two albums. I, well, you'd hope so. You yeah. wouldn't hope it's just the one song well, no, like, over and over again like, for two albums. Variety <laughs> in like what they do. It isn't like just that, like yeah, kind of thing. But like yeah. they have, like they're they're a smaller, lesser known musical group, and they really know how to like get a groove or a theme to a song going. Yeah, like they're. Yeah, they just it's a it's a really um from what I heard there it's a, it's a really like nice jumpy kind of fresh song like it, it's it's the kind of song that I would probably listen to as I'm riding my bike in the morning or something you know yeah. like it's not like a sit down sit down at home after a long day kind of uh song de-stress um, yeah but it, it's it's a it's like I, let, let, let's do something. I want to do something yeah kind yeah, of thing. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's really cool. I might actually check them out a bit later. Yeah, they've got a fair few. That's from their newer album and that's probably the one I'd recommend to start on. Um, yeah, they have some really like banging tunes in there, kind of like that one, but then they also have slightly more mellow ones as well. Yeah. Yeah. So check them out. Beatenberg. Sweet. Um, the next one, Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons. Yeah. Um, now I did kind of put these in an order, so they're technically middle of the pack in oh, my oh, current kind of listening. Wow. I know they used to be Those like are them fighting words, Aaron. Oh, that's your leg. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a year ago they probably would have been top of the pack kind yeah. of thing. Um, that's when Delta came is, out, right? Um, this is Babel from the album named Babel. Choice. And I know perhaps 
Perhaps my heart is farce, but I'll be born without a mask. Woo! Like the city that nursed my greed and my pride, I stretch my arms into the sky. Cry, Babel, Babel, look at me now That the walls of my town, they come crumbling down You ask, where will we stand in the winds that will howl Is all we see will slip into the cloud So come down from your mountain and stand where we've been You know our breath is weak and our body Press my nose up to the glass around your heart I should have known I was weaker from the start You'll build your walls and I will play my bloody part To tear, tear them down Well I'm gonna tear, tear them So that's Babel. What a song. I love that song, man. Yeah. It's, it's got like, I. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. It's Babel. <laughs> I called it Babel once, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to let you I, live it yeah, down. But. I know. Okay, here's the thing. With Mumford and Sons with me, Wilder Mind is my album. Like, I know yeah. I know all the words to Wilder Mind. The other albums, I'm not really sure of, but I know like the hits like Babel and um, Hopeless Wonders from that album mm-hmm. too. Yeah. You know, like, I, like, I, I know those big song so um yeah like i i love that song and i love Mumford and sons they've got such a great um mix between that kind of folk rock to the more kind of like um i guess alternative? yeah alternative like in terms of uh wilder mind that more rock rocky urban kind of vibe yeah um and they've got four albums so their first one was um uh sign no more sign no more wait i can't find it it's sign no more babel they don't Wild have the mind it on and then what? Delta. Sorry, I'm just in shock because <laughs> it's not on Google anymore. Oh. that's really annoying. They have the Sign No More session, which was like a newer version of it. I'll check if it's on Spotify. Um, but yeah, they had Sign No More, Babel. Then um, was it Joe's Joannesburg first, and then wait, they don't even have what sadness. <laughs> No, they've they've gone and deleted my baby. Well, it's on Spotify, um, you guys. So yeah, and then it was Wild of Mine. But then there's actually a smaller album called um, Johannesburg, which was a collab between mm. um, uh, Mumford and Sons, Bob Mull, and Beatenberg. Like it's a right, five, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Yeah, five song album. That's also an absolute banger. 
Um, <laughs> they've got a really cool vibe on that album. And then finally, last year, well, no, two years ago with Delta. Oh, yeah. um, oh man, I love Delta. That, that's, that's the thing, like, okay, with me, I fall in love with a new album once every year. So, like, I fell in love with Lord Huron last year. Um, and I think I've, like, I've got my heart set on another artist now. Well, not not yet. Like, I haven't, like, fully moved on. <laughs> but, you know, like, but like I, th- another one's starting to sink its hooks into me. And it's like, oh, like, there are so many albums that I want to, like, bleed dry. And Delta's mm. one of them, definitely. Because um, from what I've heard, because I've listened to it through maybe two or three times, um, yeah, it's it it sounds fantastic. It's got the great transitions, a great vibe to it. Um, yeah, and it I, like and it goes back to their kind of older, slightly more folky days, while still keeping that rock feel, and also yeah, yeah. doing some like modern dramatic pieces, yeah. especially with um, uh, picture you in darkness visible. Like they just like kill. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I love listening to all their albums. They each tell. Oh, there's Sinomore. They've changed the album artwork. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> we need soundboard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's also another banging album. Um, banging uh, artist. <laughs> banging artist. Yeah, mate. But um, yeah, I'd say check them out as well if you're into that kind of thing. Um, if you're more into rocky stuff, I'd say check out their newer stuff. If you're into more folk stuff, check out their older stuff. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Um and on to the next. Yeah. So this is... I found about out about this artist in, I think, year nine when Isaac performed... Actually, no. Isaac performed in a band with someone else. Um, it's... Uh, the, al- no, the, the artist is Amber Run. Oh, yeah. They started out with releasing four EPs. Okay. And then they finally released a whole album. Yeah. And I kind of... I found out about them like I think a couple of weeks before they released the full album. Oh, nice. And I was yeah, I was in love with them yeah. from that first album. Um, well, even their EPs, the oh, bangers. <laughs> <laughs> but this is Heaven by Amber Run. Faces reflected in the sweat. 
See, I found out, I actually heard that song performed by um, Isaac was the drummer in the band that performed okay. that. It was at a big night out. Oh, yeah. Um, and tying a song it. Oh, no. Nice. And I did lighting for it. So that's, and I found yeah, out yeah. about it. And I was like, hey, Isaac, what's that song? And he was like, Heaven by Amber Run. And I was like, that was amazing. I love yeah. that. I love that song. And I listened to it. And I was like, this song's just as good as when they performed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, I just remember I in the song, like they have these really cool moments where it's like, just the bass and then suddenly there's a drum hit and then it goes into the intense like yeah instrumental part and i remember i did like really cool lights flicking thing yeah uh, yeah <laughs> so i just had fun lighting that song um yeah i love his voice that's the thing i've always mm. known about amber run is yeah i just love his um he's got a really nice kind of like smooth voice to him and um yeah i really, I really enjoy it yeah so with the four eps he's also released um so it's just one guy that... Oh, no, it's a band. Amber oh, okay. Run is, yeah. Um, so their first album was 5AM. I've got the expanded edition. That was in 2015 that they released that. That was the first thing? Uh, well, they had the four EPs. I'll just... Oh, I thought you meant that was their first EP. So their first EP was 2013. Yeah, okay. And that was uh, Noah. Then they released um, Spark and Pilot EPs. And then that's when they went into the whole album with 5AM. Yep. Um, um, then the next album was For a Moment I Was Lost in 2017. It also has some really awesome songs in it. And then their latest album is Philophobia in 2019. Nice. And oh, I'll just play the start of this album. Circus. 
Oh man, that would be so cool to hear live. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. That. Yeah, that's probably the coolest album opening I've heard in a while. Nice. Like when I first heard that, I was like, I was in tears with how oh, wow. like I was yeah. like, that is so cool. Yeah, um, I love I love mad intros to albums that mm. like just get you going like real quick. Yeah, that that hit me hard. That, <laughs> but yeah, they. I every time they've released an album, I've absolutely loved it. Like yeah. they're so it's been three albums and a couple of EPs mixed in there. Yeah. And I've just always loved it. And it's not like it's like Coldplay, it's like I I love them, but like I there's parts I don't like about it. Yeah. Or with um or with Mumford and Sons, like uh, there's a whole album that I'm not completely fond of kind of thing. Which is Wild of Mind. Yeah. It's <sighs> it's just too out there for me for that. Okay. Um but where Amber Run, it's just like Hi, like uh, it's, just, it's just all highs. No yeah, lows. it's all highs. I haven't had a low with them yet. Yeah. So I'm excited for what they will come out with in a couple of years' time. Yeah. So yeah. Great. <laughs> um, last band on here is Half Alive. Oh, yeah, I've talked about them on the podcast a couple of times. I've before. never heard of them before. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> <laughs> well they only like kind of came out the, like last year, right? Um, with one of their uh, with their single f- still still feel, um, and that kind of got really big really quickly on YouTube, and then um, yeah, it kind of went off from there. And then they not too long after they released their whole album now not yet, mm. which I'm absolutely in love with every single song on there. And then they actually did four songs in an orchestral version called Inflorescence as well. Nice. Did you just swipe up? (laughs) We can edit that out. No, it'll stay in. Um, (laughs) But this is from their album from last year called... Aaron stole his younger brother's cord. Now he's asking for it back. Yeah. I might run it down to him and see if I can sort out another thing. But yeah, I'll play this. Nothing's working, I've been tripping, no one's perfect, chasing vision, just the surface, shirts on backwards, not on purpose, yeah, I've been learning, something bigger, expectations, feet were failing, I found blessings flowing from the side of heaven, staring into my reflection, redirecting my perfection somewhere else. I can 
searching for a new escape I scan the access that embrace an easy out Run away, yeah. What do what do you think, Jordan? Um, well, it definitely fits in with the whole vibe um, that you've presented here today. It's got that, um, yeah, that really kind of driving feel. Um, sounds a lot like Bastille, I will say, like the yeah. vocals. Um, <laughs> well, actually, um, how this band got so big was because they released a different song um, from their first EP called Three, I think it was. Okay, um, and they sounded. A lot like 21 Pilots. Right. The lead singer. In fact, I'll just quickly get up the song. These words are supposed to be simple, but it seems that's not the case. This page is staring back at me. I'm afraid to put a mark on its face. I'm just trying to introduce you to this idea that I've grown used to. It's like sharing a dream with some. Yeah, I can hear that. So, <laughs> but this. This EP was released kind of in 21 Pilots um, hiatus where they just kind of disappeared off the map. Oh, okay. So everyone was like, hey, got, like all the subreddits. It could be the 21 Pilots. Yeah, everyone was like, hey, is this 21 Pilots? And like all the 21 Pilots fans found that and then were like, hey, you shouldn't be singing like this. Is this how, this is how um, Tyler on 21 Pilots sing? You can't yeah. do that. So It's so dumb. That, yeah, that's kind of how that happened. And you could definitely change. He's kind of, he's kind of changed how he sings from yeah. that um, song. But yeah, it was it was interesting. Like, um, but yeah, I kind of found them from Still Feel um, YouTube video, and then I kind of have grown from there and loving them. They've only released one album, and I'm, but yeah. I can't wait to see what they'll do next. This is kind awesome. of like this is the promise of future for me. <laughs> yeah. Like this is the future. This is probably my musical future. Yeah. Like I'm at, this is the beginning of something new. Kind yeah. Of thing. Nice. So actually I think that ties up nicely with how I ranked them. Like Coldplay is really old. Bowerbird's kind of more recent. Mumford and Sons is a bit more recent than that. Well, Amber Run is slightly more recent than that. And then yeah, you now have, we have half the life. next one. Yeah. yeah. Well, great. Look, listen, Aaron, this has been a really fun experience chatting with you here today. Yes, it has. Listening to your uh, music tastes. Yes. So um, we'll see you in the next episode, guys. Um, yes. Thank you for tuning in and sticking with us. Uh, we'll be back with Jordan's half of this. Yeah. If you heard any tales. songs today or um, found any artists that you like, make sure you email us at thetastefulpodcast at gmail.com um, and letting us know which ones you liked. Yes. That is... T-H-E-T-A-S-E-F-U-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Thanks for listening, guys. See you around. See you around.